1: And welcome to another exciting episode of the Comic Book Chronicles. I am your host, Ryder Cat, and you can find me at Ryder Cat on Twitter. You can find me at News News Need on Twitter. You can find me at CBcaps on Instagram. South Carolina with Columbia down the way. And yes, I'm still saying Twitter. I'm not saying X or X Pro as it, as they've renamed Tweet Deck 2, which is stupid. Anyway. Um, mm. and the sound effects you've heard come from none other than our man uh, in Brooklyn, one agent underscore 70 on Twitter and Instagram and threads.
0: Yes! What's up everybody? Co-hosting from the borough of King. <laughs> we move around in three,
1: yes. I hate saying threads also cuz it just reminds me of a like a uh, like a t shirt store or something. Or or yeah, right. Yeah, like or you, you can get your baseball jerseys here. <laughs> we all I mean listen.
0: You know what I'm going to say? We're old enough to remember when threads might have actually have been slang for clothes. Yep. Boy,
1: I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> tis true, tis true. And you can find uh, us old fogies uh, chopping it up about comic books and, uh, and such on the Coastal of the Podcast Network at cspn.us. Do it today! You can also find us on your podcast for or place of choice, whether it be Google Play, Apple iTunes, like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or the Coastal of the Podcast Network SoundCloud page.
0: Make sure to click like, subscribe, and leave us all the positive reviews, especially on Apple Podcasts. And, you know, uh, uh, five star ratings, I believe, on uh, Spotify, if we're still out there.
1: Yeah, as far as I know, we are. I don't know. Um, hey, yeah, you can also find us chopping it up, uh, although you didn't hear about this, uh, about fight sticks in Street Fighter and such. <laughs> so, yeah, right. But that was before the show. But right now, we are here um, on a Thursday night where we record live um, on the YouTube channel of The, the Click Nation. That's youtube.com slash theclicknation and uh, twitch.tv slash Chronicles. Make sure to hit like, subscribe, and hit the notification
0: button so that you know when we are live broadcasting and recording.
1: <laughs> yeah. So we have no uh, no um, no cinema to discuss at this point, but uh, we'll bring up a couple of things in the news later on, surely. Um, but we're going to start. So we're going to start off with uh, the books of the week, and that is starting off with uh, X Men number twenty five. Yes, I wonder if we're in kind of a post San Diego Comic Con hangover.
0: X Men number twenty five is written by Jerry Duggan, with art by Stefano Caselli, colors by Marte Gracia, and letters by VC's Clayton Cowles. Rather, I think, we are in a post-Hellfire Gala hellscape. That is what's happening in the world, the corner of the Marvel Universe, occupied by the X characters. Interestingly, we literally pick up not right where we left off, not right where we left off, at the end of the Hellfire Gala 2023 number one issue that dropped last week, but a few weeks later, hmm, hmm. right? I, they I, call it specific. X weeks later, yeah, which is say.
1: applied to be 10 weeks later. Right. I was about to say that. I was like, that's that's very clever of them. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
0: Yes. And I like that. It took me a, a hot second to figure out what they meant. I think I read it like on like two separate pages and I was like, oh, they mean 10, Right. not right. X as in like an X number, but an actual 10, because that's been the conceit of the Hickman, you know, uh, X run, you know, like the post Hickman X run, too.
1: Right. The, the Hox Box, the, the coming of Hox as it were. Exactly. Well, exactly. Exactly. Oh, no. I would not be surprised if it does somehow end up being X number of weeks, as in we're not just going to tell you. Because I feel like some, that would be something they would do. Because mm-hmm. it's like you know what we don't know. Because that way they could be like, uh, so we have to account for other things that are going on in the universe. So they can give you know other things, you know other books, some time to either catch up or you know get 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 with it at the time. Although I suspect most, if not all of the books are pretty much on board who's going to be involved you know uh and, and what's to come so i suspect that may or may not be the case but hey you never know what what is uh what is the thinking now but i am kind of with uh agent 70 with the whole x meaning 10 thing because it just makes right. sense right so
0: we're talking roughly two and a half months after right You know, give or take mm-hmm. and a lot of things have changed Huh. Uh, uh, there have been a lot of developments, you know. the uh, the 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 remaining mutants and the remaining X Men are trying to figure out ways to fight back. Um, I rather liked that, uh, you know. And we knew this co- uh, coming into this event because of the Free Comic Book Day book. But I rather liked that, uh, you know. Steve Rogers gets step up, and uh, you know everyone. You know everyone's like, yes, you know, Steve Rogers is with us you know what is that
1: sorry I oh no wonder uh, a notification just came up on on a google thing that's why i was like why does it keep going I was like, okay whatever anyway continue
0: right i was just saying you know i i just mentioned you know uh uh that it was nice to see steve rogers uh showing up and be like yes you know we're forming the resistance very very much civil war like right. um also, um, I'll, I'll, say, uh, I'll hand it off to you by saying that there are several threads that get picked up in uh, this issue, not just um, uh, not just the what's what's implied on the cover uh, being um, the reemergence of a particular moniker adopted by Catherine Pride. And I'll hand it off to you.
1: Yes, we will definitely get to that. I guess I should change the cover to this one. Uh, I love that that variant. It's a variant cover. Um, but yeah. So, like I just wanted to say, we do get a, a few different uh, developments, including one that we were going to get into. But we also get a co- kind of continuation. I don't want to say it's a it's a a nice neat bow, but we definitely get um, a little bit more on uh, Kamala's coming home. Let's just say. Hmm. Uh, uh, on that point, so they took kind of care to kind of do some of that in here. Um, we weren't sure right off the bat whether we were going to get anything on uh, what happens at the end of the Hellfire gallery, gallery gala, but I'm so happy that they. I I like the way they did it here, because um, it's like, no, nah, we're 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 just getting people caught up with what's going on here, what's where where some people are, what's you know what's going on in the world, and whatnot. And I would say, if if you told me this was how Days of Future Past, if I didn't know any better, if this is how Days of Future Past kind of started, I would believe you. Because the state of... Um, I don't want to... Well, I guess you could say the state of the Earth, but the state of the, the, the states, and uh, I guess around the globe, any place, but just like they're focusing a little bit more on the states uh, mm-hmm. for, for the majority of this, is... And with some things that have been put in place and and the, um, the propaganda that is going around, um, thanks to Orcus, um, after the, the gala, uh, weirdly also kind of remember is, is kind of like maybe possibly some things from, um, secret invasion near the end. Although is it's, it's uh, it is not coming from the president, but the 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 president is abreast, let's just say, of the situation. But right. it's, it's, like, it's kinda interesting how like yeah, we just we just saw this in live or something similar in live action. Uh but now we're kinda getting this in the in the world and you know, like the resistance is uh, like uh eight seven said the resistance is kinda out there start starting up. Um we see some seeds of some things that are going to come up in other books such as possibly Iron Man because we know mm-hmm. a, a situation we already know what situation uh or the situation is there but um it's it's quite interesting, but the the real kicker of this issue is um oh, and like I said I, like I was about to say I was I was trying to say the whole Kamala thing like yeah, we get to a place there. But we also find it out just like Cap, you know, Kamala's going to be Kamala, and, of course. And, yeah, so I do love the, the fact that you know she's been given it out, but she's, uh, but she's like, no, I'd be here anyway, <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right, and that's true. Yeah, it's absolutely. That's true. so true. That is so true to the character. Mm-hmm. So that was a great thing to see. Which we, we you know, which we kind of figured. Like I'd be upset if they didn't do that. It's like, come on, we know, this. we know good and well, <laughs> she wouldn't just. Just leave and not come back. Although, with her part, it seemed like there may be a piece that wasn't taken care of, but maybe that we could find out about about later on. Or could. Because basically, something happens to her, or something is done for her that could potentially mirror what happened to Spidey at one particular point in time, up into including the last movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. So, no, I see that too. I see that too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to double back and mention again. Uh, you know, one of the one of the real the w- one focal point of this issue was, in fact, um, the evolution of Catherine Pride. We know her now as Kate, but at the end of the day, uh, she experienced. Experiences something that had been kind of long buried <laughs> uh, like literally like she you know like she, she rediscovers a certain aspect of her character that had been long buried and um, you know if there's one thing that I appreciate about some of these characters being explored some of the some the extent of their powers being explored like obviously you know we're going to mention this when we mention the astonishing Iceman book that's coming up uh, probably next, but um, you know some of these mutants, especially uh, you know characters that have kind of receded into the background, even though you know the you know Kate was obviously a captain of the Marauder for a while there, and that was a lot of fun for a little while in the wake of the original hawksbox right? Um, you know, seeing her kind of re-enter the you know the, the front of the stage re-enter, you know, front and center, and kind of show exactly how powerful she can be mm-hmm. when the safeties are off, as it were, when weapons are hot.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's something so, that I and to That's that that's that's a phrase I've you know that that's a bit of phraseology, some terminology that I've adopted. You know when when I I'm kind of warning people. Look, my the, the the kid gloves are off. Right. So you know her safeties are off. The weapons are hot in this issue, and the 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 results are pretty horrifying and impressive at the
1: same time. Two words, Kate Wick. Yes. Although some of it, like you were saying, was like, yeah, the 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 extension of the powers. I'm sitting here like, wait, I don't recall her being able to do that because normally her powers are like, I have to touch it. But there's been a, there was a couple of times during this was like she didn't touch anything and yet, well, she did, but it it extended. I think what on. it is is like if you're talking about like disrupting tech,
0: mm-hmm. they you know it all uh, it all depends on the uh, what you call it depends on mm-hmm. the, uh, the art.
1: No, 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 not that. She She did something to somebody, but it didn't end up... But she wasn't affecting what else that she touched, that, that was touched when she did that. Let's put it that way. I don't want to give away what happened. So, but anyway, um, regardless, it was all effective. And like you said, yeah, it, it was kind of gory. And, and Kate Wick... Also, um... Fatality was also speaking of Mortal Kombat at some point yeah we 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 get one of those. I'm just like, oh, okay, so we see where where Jenkins inspirations might have possibly have been with this whole issue, yeah. or yeah, with yeah, this yeah. part of the issue at the very least, and also something I said about uh, a, a character uh, uh last week during the um during the the gala was joked about uh from 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 one of their adversaries because uh, uh of where this of where one particular person is, but the last thing I am going to say about that that the, the 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 Kate stuff is like it is interesting, and you mentioned the fact that it's like yeah since since the beginning since uh not the beginning but since hoxpox and the marauders coming back into play and her being the captain and her not being able to go through the gate like they really hadn't done anything with that. And I kind of have to wonder, like, wait, so was that the whole plan? Was this, this the whole long con on that one? It's just like, no, we're, we're, you know, we did all of that then, which doesn't seem to amount to anything to get us here. Right. So, which, if that was planned out back then, that's great. If not, and it was like, well, or if somebody was a few months ago was like, well, well, why don't we do this? Or Duggan, Duggan in this case, I guess, was like, well, why don't we do this? since she's already in the state, you know. Whichever it might be, it was still, it was, um... Nicely played, but I would like to believe it was the kind of was like part of the long con. maybe I'm giving them too much credit, but mm. so I was like, okay, you did all that to do to to get us here because you knew this was going to happen, so just keep it pushing, and they did, so I'm looking forward to uh to um seeing how this whole thing plays out. I kind of hate to see Hospots era go, but you know they're going to lean into this fall of the wax for a little while, so we We're going to be here for a minute. Yep. Seems like. And with that, I guess we can push on to the next book, which indeed would be uh, Astonishing Iceman. So Astonishing Iceman, number one, is written by Steve
0: Orlando with art by Vincenzo Caratu, colors by Hava Tartaglia, and letters by VCs Travis Lanham. So, kind of minor spoilers here. For what happens to the title character in this book back in the Hellfire Gala 2023, number one? Right. This happens in the basic immediate aftermath of that. This is a follow up to that. And if you have only just read Hellfire Gala 2023, number one, spoiler alert, there is, in fact, an Astonishing Iceman book out this week that follows up on the events Mm
1: -hmm.
0: hellfire gala book so um interestingly there is i think uh exploration of i didn't realize this character that he uh that that bobby drake is, is is uh uh, apparently, in relate in a relationship with is an human Also, I totally forgot about it. Honestly,
1: because it had I come up before. I, but I was like, like, Ooh. No, Karaf. seriously, I was like, "Who?" Thank you, Karath. Right, because I because I legit yeah, because it, it never because I remember reading the last uh, Ice Man book, and I remember in subsequent stuff and like and I've seen them around, but I don't remember that even like I barely remember that 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 being the case even then. So I was like, "Oh, really? Huh? Okay." Just like you, so I was like, oh, yeah. I guess that I mean, was I that.
0: Remember that, that was the thing? Still, I'm sorry.
1: No, no, good.
0: What I was gonna say is, I appreciate that they are still keeping the Inhuman Torch alive in a couple of ways. Yeah, <laughs> you know, because you know, you know, minor spoilers for last week's book, uh, Hellfire Gala. Obviously, you need to read that if you are in any way interested in the X corner of the Marvel Universe. Um, it was our You know, our our mutual click of the week last Mm -hmm. week. Um, You you know, they are preserving some element of the inhuman uh, background of one Kamala Khan.
1: Like I said, spoiler alert.
0: And now we have another inhuman here. Where the hell is Black Bolt?
1: (laughs) Or any of the former royal family. Hey, where are they? Yeah,
0: They'd be a nice set of reinforcements right about now.
1: They probably would if they didn't still have because I think it came up either during the Hellfire or during this or during X Men twenty five the X versus uh, X Men versus Inhumans thing. Mm -hmm. Actually, that might have been that might have been during the Hellfire Gala. Actually, now that I think about it, Um, because yeah, some of that got got brought up and none of them were obviously around. So I don't know if some of them are still. Holding some sort of uh, animosity. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't remember what happened with that. I don't know
0: where they are now. Isn't that terrible, folks? Uh, Roddick I mean, and I read comics every week.
1: And we I mean, have no idea what the hell happens to the Inhumans. But to be fair, they've been kind of burying them ever since. Uh, and I know this sounds hyperbolic, but it's not that far from truth. They've been kind of burying them ever since. Or I was like, oh, we can use mutants again. That's uh, correct. In live uh, action. That's, that's, that, that's just fact. Mm-hmm.
0: That is just fact. But at the same time, you know, you think we know just as, as students of a comic book game right now that we would know where these characters are. But in any event, um, you know, in terms of this Iceman book, I enjoyed it. It was a nice read mm-hmm. um, just because of the whole uh, Elsa slash Frozen reference. Um, you know, it's not a direct one, but it's more of a visual one than anything. Mm. I
1: was, I was thinking, more... I
0: only know that because I have young kids in my family that love that movie. Oh,
1: you didn't have to
0: justify that. <laughs> I'm just saying.
1: Um, cause trust me that that movie has been around long enough to where you can't help but run into something from it. But, um, um, but that being said, I was thinking, I don't know if we were thinking the same thing, but I was thinking that was a, a, a more an allusion to Superman. <laughs>
0: if oh, anything. no, I definitely got the Elsa thing. Mm. I was feeling that Elsa thing. But yeah, I see you too. I see what you mean.
1: Yeah, so that part was funny. But yeah, we get to find out what's... Um, that, well, we find out, the st- we find out the state of one Bobby Drake um, post-Hellfire Gala. Because I'm not going to lie... Before we got to the part where we we've found out what's what's going on, I was like, "What is going on?" (laughs) But but also, I was thinking, well, we know um, aspects of uh, of Iceman's expanded power as he is, and a make a you know make a level mutant may have been, you know, may have been um, used, I, I guess. Uh, in, in a certain case, even though, despite what may or may not have happened at the Hellfire Gala, and some of that seems to be partially the case, I will say um, that's maybe a slight smaller but alert. but if you've been reading the X one of the book, and especially where is Iron uh, Iceman is concerned, you've seen him do some things. So where it's like, oh well, he's gone now, but nope, no, he's not because of things. Right. Right. So. So. You know, it it wouldn't be that big of a stretch, but this kind of plays on there and kind of adds to it in a certain certain way. Now, which also brings to the question is like, well, okay, so what's going to happen if X thing happens? Also, it also kind of brings up. I was going to so- say X going to give it to you. <laughs> exactly. Oh no! But also, something gets brought up in this, um, which is the reason why Bobby's kind of putting himself out there on the line to where I'm kind of wondering if it's going to get brought up somewhere else in the end of this with the resistance uh, because because my first thought was like oh wait so this thing is still out there so why don't you just give this to them and then they'd be <laughs> messing themselves up but I don't know if that's going to happen it probably won't but if I, I feel like they don't bring something like this up without some, some use Going to come out of it, or maybe not. We don't know. I, I may be thinking too much about possible. this. So, nevertheless, it's like Age of Seventy, it was a decent read. I was like, okay, this is. I was. It was interesting to 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 find out what's going on here and the, how long this is going to last. We don't know, but you know, we'll we'll see. Right. I mean, my gut says that it's probably going to last for the duration of Fall of X. I would suspect, yeah. So. So that being the case, hey, you know. Uh, we'll see so those are the two books we have in common this week those are which wait so because you only have your one other book yes you're right and that's that's the other one so spin it up
0: correct so spinning up rapid fire reviews I ain't got time to bleed I'll go because I just have one more book and that is Moon Night number 26. It's written by Jen McKay with art by Federico Sabatini, collars by Rochelle Rosenberg, and letters by VC's Travis Lanham. This is not exactly an interlude type of story, but it is a spotlight, a spotlight on Hunter's Moon. It's basically showing what Hunter's Moon is up to or what he's been up to recently while Mark Spector and Tigra and the vampires are off doing what they're doing uh as of last issue. So this is a nice little interlude um showing us what possibly could be happening with Hunter's Moon. So um it you know it, there there's a bit of a reveal that um The condition that we associate with Moon Knight may, in fact, be something that afflicts every Moon Knight, every Fist of Conjure, And that is what I will drop. That's the little nugget that I will drop for this issue. Um, Minor spoiler, but I know that Roddy Cat will, in fact, likely catch up on this very soon. And that's it for me.
1: Well, I was about to say, if, if it's what I'm thinking of, I'm like, yeah, I thought that had been established already, but I also don't know because I hadn't had a chance to read this yet. So we're just going to leave it at that. For myself, as I um go through the variant covers of Moon Knight, we start off with Steelworks, number three of six. There we go. Uh, written by Michael Dorn, a.k.a. Worf. Uh, art by Sammy Basri and I'm sorry (laughs) exactly Uh, I'm sorry to
0: interrupt the credits please you know repeat so that we give the uh, creators their proper due I'm just a jerk for throwing in some Klingon
1: Eh, I mean, hey, I said Wharf, so I mean, what it, you know, what it do? Uh, yes, so written by Michael Doran, art by Samri Basri and Vicente Cifuentes, colors by Andrew Dollhouse and Ulysses Ariola, and letters by Rob Lee. So, um... Um, after the events of last issue, um, uh, we are, uh, I don't know what her super name is, but, um uh john henry's uh niece natasha who also has a steel suit um was kind of ambushed uh by uh, an unknown assailant who we've seen but apparently she got uh, one that she had a trick up on her on her sleeves or you know or at least the suit had a trick up under sleeves uh which kind of dealt with them temporarily um uh John meanwhile or after after that's getting got taken care of uh John and Superman kind of have a talk about an achievement that he's uh that he's uh finally uh finished or 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 is going to unveil to the world i, I should say uh which leads to another uh, um, celebration of one of which we had um come in on these this book on uh in the first issue. But, um, of course, with any kind of celebration type situation, there are some party crashers, um, um, to, to, to John's announcement, which of course there was, you know, super people there already. So this may or may not have been planned out well by, uh, by John's adversaries of which he still don't know who, who, who they are, um, weirdly not necessarily as brutal but weirdly similar to the, the gala how things just kind of popped off <laughs> but you can say that about pretty much any time it's like hey this is a wedding in, in the Marvel Universe Something's bound to, somebody's bound to come and, and crash the party or something of so the like and sure enough that happens or I guess in funeral but either way um, it seems that um, due to Maybe possibly John's technical achievement or out some other outside influences. Um also almost just like the um the Hellfire Gala. We see the super's powers kinda getting overloaded. Uh and one of who I don't know whether they continues to so had their powers or did or not kind of reactivates. I don't know. Like I so said, there's some stuff about a, a couple of characters. That show up in this that i have no idea because, like there's some super folks on that show up here that i don't know and i only know of one from it not being the person who who, who now wills the power so who apparently has uh some relation to uh who has had relation to with superman and now uh john henry irons in interestingly enough so, so i guess keeping it in the super family but nevertheless Hey, still continues to be a good read, and this is supposed to be rapid fire. So next up, <laughs> City Boy number three of six, uh, written by Greg Pak, art by Mingyu Jung, colors by Sunny Go, and letters by Wes Abbott. So, hey, guess what? Speaking of Superman, um, our 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 main character Cameron just so happens to be in Metropolis. You can pretty much guess who's going to who's going to eventually come about. Uh, in such a situation, and of course that does happen here, um, and apparently Superman knows of a young Cameron, probably likely thanks to a bat, as we as we get footnoted on. But nevertheless, it kind of turns into well, it turns from to uh, from an introduction to not necessarily a minor scuffle. But also Superman getting a, a clue uh, to who's behind um, who's behind some things that's going on. But also gives one of his, his super pep talks uh, to young Cameron for reasons, uh, interestingly enough. And at the end of this, all I'm going to say is um, young Cam is uh, following that cab. And uh, you can play the Incredible Hulk piano music to, to this as he ends up going to possibly meet another member of the Bat family if, uh, if the last page is to, to be believed. Or maybe even a team of uh, folks, uh, given, that, uh, given the place where it says they're, they're, he's ending up. So we shall see. Next up, uh, Star Wars Yoda number 10, which is the last issue of this book. Um, excuse me for a second while I find there we go, the cover uh, It's written by Kevin, Kevin Scott with art by Ibram Roberson, color artist Nirja Minon and letters by VCs Joe Caramania. so um, this is set uh, as folks did not know around the era of Empire Strikes Back and if you did not know that going into this book, you will definitely know this by the end of this book. Because, one, he's on Dag- Dagobah. Two, he's um, visited by a very familiar forest ghost, forest ghost that would be around at this time. And, of course, he ends up going, well, not even, of course, because you had to read this. He ends up taking having an experience that he sends someone else on after this. Which means that we're pretty much, this book pretty much set him up for the next time we see him, which would be uh, Empire Strikes Back. Because there are some very direct uh, allusions to a couple of things. Um, And one indirect one uh, at the end of this. So, if you're interested in what that might be, check this out. But I think you pretty much caught my drift. Um, next up is Magneto, number one of, I am not sure how many, but it's probably either four or five, knowing how these, um, new old series go, aka retconned material, um, written by J.M. Mateus, D. Mateus, excuse me, with art by Todd Nock uh color artist Rachel Rosenberg and Letters by BC's Travis Lanham. So like I said, this is an, a tale sets from set in the past, um, specifically around the time that Magneto, aka Magnus at the time, uh, let's say takes over for Charles Xavier at the school uh at the um the school for extraordinary individuals, or whatever. So I, I can't believe I'm, I'm screwing that up already, but that's fair. You know what school I'm talking about? The, the X school. Uh, when Charles Xavier is not around, and he's uh, taking up the task of training the uh, new mutants. And we find them mid training in the danger room with a specific, uh, particular set of combatants that are very familiar to the title character. Uh, which leads into some some very much uh, monologuing about the character uh, during and after, most specifically after the case, as he runs into one of them who um, is just very curious uh, individual for her age, um, as she tends to be, or she, as she tended to be at this time, uh, but also kind of uh, sparks him on some self-reflection And uh, it's probably no coincidence that this is set around Christmas time because he is definitely revisited by some ghosts of his past, including, and I quote, that damned kid, that damned boy who um, we don't get to know too much about, but we probably will, given who shows up near the end of this uh, issue because someone comes after Magneto and um for a reason who has styled themselves after them and is kind of making like his own personal goblin queen um if you understand the reference there and that is um you would have to be up on <laughs> current uh amazing spider-man and uh, i guess gold goblin for that reference So we'll see where that shows where where that what happens with that in the coming issues. Last but not least, uh, we'll go back to the Star Wars corner for something I kind of skimmed because I'm not sure if I actually missed something or not. But I may or may not have Uh, Star Wars. Dark Dory's number one, which is the new event in the Star Wars corner written by Charles Soule with art by Luke's Luke Ross. Uh, colors by Alex Sinclair and, and letters by Travis uh, VCs Travis of Ladies and gentlemen, first they co- it comes from for the medal Well, that's all. That's all I need to say. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so this event, which I'm not sure has may have anything to do with what's going on in the pages of um, Doctor Afra. I haven't seen anything that has uh, alluded to this, but, but it seems it seems plausible for what I know is that is happening in that book, even though I'm not reading it. But in this particular story, we got droids taking over Death Stars. I mean, uh, not Death Stars, uh, Dark Destroyers, Star Destroyers, and pretty much taking over and killing everybody there. Why they're doing this? Well, it might have something to do with some sort of droid cult that has cropped up all of a sudden and uh as uh um as i asked uh, agent 70 about earlier think the universal church of truth in a slight way from right. from some from some of the talk uh that is going on in here but i may be wrong about that but that's that's a kind of the that feels to be the closest from my skimming of this to that uh but droids uh, and we come to find out that, yeah, there's a whole thing going on with this, with this droid cult or whatnot. And somehow, somewhere to which I don't know when or what or when it happens, one C-3PO may be uh, involved and infected Um, as, uh, as we um, uh, come across a meeting of the rebellion uh, near the end of this, uh, this particular issue. Um, this event is, I think is going on for the next month or for this month and possibly the next month. I can't remember. There was a checklist of, um, of the star Wars books, uh, at the back of this, but, uh, and a new series that we had already talked about coming out of this, uh, that it has something to do with this event. So yeah, this is going to be going on for a minute and I just need to find out where to start it. Cause I don't know if what I'm thinking is the case or not. And that folks is it for me, Clicks of the Week. Clicks of the Week. Uh we didn't get anything from our from our other um our absentee co-hosts here. Which I need to stop saying that because yeah, they're off doing other things. Uh but they're still here in spirit. Do so you have yours? I suspect I know what it is and, and I might uh mirror it. Uh, Yes! Yes, as I said earlier, it
0: is the basic direct fallout of last week's Hellfire Gala 2023 number one that being X-Men number 25 this is required reading if you intend to keep up with the Fall of X storyline so that is my click of the week this week
1: and as I said, yeah I think I'm mirroring that because (laughs) Um, it it was a great It was a great read. Like I said, Kate Wick. That's all you got to hear. That's all you got to say. Yeah. Yeah. And with that, we move on to the news section. But first, an ad read. Our first ad read of the night is for
0: Wink, the personalized wine club. Wink is a world of wine delivered right to your door. From Rosé to Cabernet to Toronte, Wink has over 100 styles of wine to discover. Ever try an orange wine? Wink connects you to a world of exclusive wines tailored to your tastes and delivered directly to your door. Wink delivers four bottles of wine to you every month with free shipping. You can pick your own bottles or let Wink choose and match to your taste. It doesn't cost a thing to become a member and you can skip or cancel any time. And now the listeners of the comic book Chronicles can enjoy an exclusive discount of $20 off your first order. To place your first order with $20 off and to help keep our show free for you. Go to our network website at cspn.us forward slash wink. That's cspn.us forward slash W I N C. Wink wines through CSPN. Do it today. And now we get into the news.
1: And we start off with cinematic news as we tend to do Blue be- uh, from the world of Blue Beetle, Susan Sarandon, which actually Blue Beetle is coming out quite soon. We don't have uh um, movie protocol for that one, but it is coming out soon. Um, August 18th, to be spe- those be specific. But Susan Sarandon, who is also starring in the, the thing, um, reveals why she signed on to the movie. Uh, as folks may or may not know, she's playing the villain uh, Victoria Cord, which is um, may have something to do with Ted Cord, um, uh, if you know your DC lore, or she's kind of an amalgamation. We don't know. But in a new, a new interview with Entertainment Weekly, Sarandon reveals why she signed on for the movie and, she's, and reveals that she had been offered a Marvel or DC role to take. Quote, uh, I probably would have taken it, Revealed uh, Surrender Reveals. I just was so impressed by his passion. I, I, um, he has the art background, so he has this nerdy fan of superheroes. And I guess that is either talking about James Gunn or the director, uh, Angel Manuel Soto. So, because it doesn't say here. Uh, she also adds that. Um, uh, the supervillain Victoria Cord represents, uh, quote, the theme of imperialism in the name of democracy um, and says, uh, my character is really the one who's driving that charade in order to get wealth and uranium. And what are the natural resources under the guise of making the world safe for democracy? That ring a bell. All of these themes I thought would really be fun to dabble in. So there you go. Next up. Next up. Zachary
0: Levi, for whatever reason, still doesn't understand <laughs> Fury of the Gods uh unkind review. So months after its release, Shazam Fury of the Gods star is still frustrated by many of the film's negative reviews. Speaking on the film up show, he lamented the sequel's poor critical reception, stating that he felt many reviewers were unfair to the sequel. So, uh he went on to say that he believes the world is a very different place since the release of the original live-action Shazam movie, noting that he believes social media and the internet galvanized those who wish to see both him and Fury of the Gods fail. Yeah, maybe not so much. It kind of sucked, dude. So despite the first Shazam movie proving to be one of DC's more praised projects, that's very... That's, low, that, that, that's not saying much. Yeah, the sequel much, failed right. to move the needle both critically and commercially. Um, many think James Gunn and Peter Safran's reboot of the DCU played a key role in Fear of the God's Downfall as fans believe the movie is not essential viewing to understand what happens next in the franchise. Or, yeah, that's probably, that's probably one element
1: of the truth. Yes, or hear me out, the movie might not have been that great. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, as I said, it kind of sucked. I I haven't watched it yet so I don't know. Um um
0: I tried watching it. It was painful. Mm. I did watch it all the way through like in chunks at home and chunks
1: uh at my cousin's house. And yeah. I'd rather not do that again. I feel like that in in some slight way is is a, is uh is telling. <laughs> you can't get yep. through the movie in one sitting. This is like uh, that's, you know. That's, that, that can be telling in certain respects. Anywho's, uh speaking of the DC Corner, hey, Gal Gadot may be developing Wonder Woman 3 with James Gunn and Peter Safran. Um, it seems as uh, if... Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So apparently in an interview before the SAG after strike uh, Gal Gadot said that uh, as she understands it, she will be developing Wonder Woman 3 together with Gunna Saffron, quoting, I love portraying Wonder Woman. Uh, it's so close to and dear to my heart, from what I heard from James and from Peter, is that we're going to develop a Wonder Woman 3 together. Um, oh, and then this article kind of goes on to some other stuff about, about other things in that corner of the universe, in the DC corner of the universe, so... You can check out the article for all of that as uh, as it comes from comicbook.com. Not a sponsor, but we we might know some people who works for them.
0: Next up. Warner Brothers Entertainment has released the first trailer for the animated Scooby-Doo and Crypto 2. The movie was originally said to have been canceled, but that's apparently not the case. Unlike Batgirl. The movie sees the Scooby gang investigating the disappearance of DC's Justice League and a phantom that has seemingly taken over the Hall of Justice. Now, I need to write this down. Um, I'm (laughs) surprised that I, to date, have not actually pulled um, a couple of key sound effects from Scooby-Doo, namely
1: Zoinks and Jinkies. And don't forget, I can't do, I can't find my glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta have that so,
0: one. So, uh, while I write that down, I will tell you that uh, the movie will be released digitally on September 26th, 2023. That same day, the DVD for the movie will be available to buy.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Also kind of funny, is like, hey, we just had an actual storyline in DC that's where the Justice League. Could- quote-unquote, died or disappeared or whatever the case may be. So it was funny when I first saw this, it was like, oh, so they're just basically using this live action to explain what happened there, because I don't know if anybody actually knows what happens there. I know that this actually is not the case, but it just felt funny to me to, to for them to do that here. Like, oh, Crypto went to go find the only person who could find the, the Justice League, to see what happened to the Justice League, and it was Scooby-Doo. Brand synergy, folks. Brand synergy. Right. I also need to pull... A good rut hmm There you go. Um, next up, though, DC. Speaking of the animated species, uh, DC, the animated movies. And if
0: you thought I was joking about writing it down, pen, notebook, a pencil,
1: notebook. Yeah, if you're watching the the video version of the the program, you you very well saw him doing that. Um, but yeah. DC Universe's animated movies will get theatrical releases, apparently, according to James Gunn. Uh, he was asked... Oh, excuse me. I was about to say it was on Twitter, but no. In an exchange on threads, Gunn was asked if fans can expect theatrical animated projects for the universe in the future, to which the DC head simply replied, yes. This comes uh, six, roughly six months after Gunn stated that DC would continue making non-connected uh, animated films just like the recent justice league war world with somewhat's what's probably a slight argument is, is connected but it's not while also releasing animated projects that are tied to the wider dcu like the forthcoming max series creature Commandos, which seems like it shouldn't be co- connected but apparently it is <laughs> um so yeah good to know i guess Um, Gunn also clarified the forthcoming animated movie Justice League Crisis on Infinite Earths was not a part of the DCU despite being labeled as such when the adaptation was announced at uh, San Diego Comic Con of this year The DC had also debunked rumors that the animated adaptation was being used to test the waters for a live action take on the classic comic book storyline So, there's all of that Next up Sorry,
0: I got tied up with something else. My apology, folks. Arrow star Stephen Amell attempts to clarify some comments he made that appeared to be anti-strike after receiving a backlash. Backlash. Uh... So previously, Amel was seen in a video taken at GalaxyCon in North Carolina over the weekend where he said, I support my union. I do. And I stand with them. I do not support striking, though. I don't. I think that it's a reductive negotiating tactic. And I find the entire thing incredibly frustrating.
1: Okay. Whatever. This is not the first time Amel has said some stu- something stupid in a public forum. This <laughs> probably won't be the last. And as right. I said he on... He may have taken a few too many bumps in the ring. I was about to say he seems to be uh, as I said on Twitter he seems to be embodying the the name of his uh, current show at at this Mm -hmm. point so yeah anywho next up though um, Brian speaking on the other side of this coin Brian Cranston tells Disney boss Bob Iger he quote won't take our dignity take away our dignity in an impassioned anti-AI speech uh I see the, the, the byline in here is stay together, we will win this fight. This today is our independence. Day. Okay, he didn't say that part. Mm. Um but apparently, let's see. July twenty fifth is when uh Bryan Cranston was spoke at a um SAG Astra, Astra strike rally in New York with this message. He says that uh quote Oh, we got a message from Mr. Iger uh, I know sir that you look at things through a different lens we don't expect you to understand who we are but we ask that you we ask you to hear us and beyond that to listen to us when we tell you we will not we will not be having our jobs taken away and given to robots uh, and they keep uh, citing uh, Brian Creston as a, the Birking Brad star which to be fair he is but I will always think of him as dad on Malcolm in the Middle And also a a voice on the Power Rangers, but we're not, you know, (laughs) we could talk about that. Next up. Right.
0: And Uh, I was about to say, and uh, I've been binging Hot Ones, the uh, YouTube show, and I understand he's been on that show twice. That is correct. Next up, Amelia Clark apparently had the best day ever filming Secret Invasion's final battle. Good for her. So, uh, she's broken the silence on what it felt like to film all the stunts in the series, in the climactic finale of the Secret Invasion series. Good for her.
1: Yeah, yeah. Get get all of those pop, um, pop fandoms on the belt. Why not? Um, next up, though. Uh, Beyond the Spider-Verse, Ghostbusters sequel delayed in Sony's calendar year. Why? Because of Strike. Um... The studio pushed back. Let's see, two movies that have been would have been slated to arrive in theaters before the end of the year: um, an untitled fourth installment of the Ghostbusters franchise and Craven: The Hunter. Um, which you know they could just kill that one, but. Uh, Sony also postponed some marquee 2024 releases too such as the aforementioned Spider-Man Beyond the Spider-Verse which is the second part to to uh, um, across the Spider-Verse of course says it will not be ready in time for its original March 29th debut and the studio said it was cons- quote unquote considering several dates depending on how long the strikes, strike lasts uh, so yeah there you go and they talk about Gran Turismo but who cares Oh wait, Uh, in a separate move, uh, Sony announced that June 14th release of the fourth entry in the Bad Boys series and the July 12th premiere of Venom 3, oh, uh, I guess those are still on. So, why either one of those movies, I do not know, but okay, next. Star Wars news. Ahmed
0: Best remains open to return as Jar Jar Binks. So he has not closed the door on the character's return.
1: That is the story. We, however, have. Um, but I believe there is a quote here that says, like, yeah, he wouldn't mind doing a little bit more as his, uh, his Jedi character. Yeah, and Beck. Yes. Which, you know, sure, why not? Get a little bit more of those lightsabers on the belt first. And <laughs> it seemed like they might arrest you on that one. Anywho. Little- um The Boys spin off Gin V makes superhero uh makes superhero school a bloody foul mouthed fight. So yeah, this is a spin off for uh the the boys it's called Gin V. Um I don't know too much about the the boys or this and well, actually comic book wise or the live action uh, adaptation of it but hey there's a, there's a bunch of folks it's a school um one of them can manipulate their veins I guess the main character can manipulate their veins which is doesn't I've seen part of this um, thing it's yeah um <laughs> but apparently hey September 29th prime video you'll get to check out this show when it debuts on that date. Uh, But if you're curious about it, the turtle is also out there. Next up.
0: So, uh, this article is basically all the the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem 2 news that has basically uh, emerged in the wake of this movie premiering this past week. Guess what, folks? I've been hearing good news about it. Like you know, positive reviews. So eventually, I might get around to watching this. No rush, but I, I, you know, it might be worth it. Even though you know, Seth Rogen is in fact
1: behind a lot of this. Yeah, yeah, yes, exactly. Speaking of the turtles and the half shell, the 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 heroes and the half shell, uh, the first five episodes of the original eighty seven. Is it been eighty seven? I thought it was 86. Anyway, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon, uh, have been dropped on YouTube ahead of, uh, ahead of the show airing on Nickelodeon. So I guess, okay. So they're putting the original series, uh, on Nickelodeon, but like I said, uh, a few episodes are going to be on YouTube prior to that. So that's cool. Uh, the kids get to see good cartoons. um, Wow, December 14th, 1987, huh? Wow. I was about to say, where was I? But I know specifically where I was. Um, And, of course, coming off the heels of the the aforementioned uh, Mutant Mayhem uh, movie, which is the other reason why this is uh, out here. I'm looking to see when the show is going to end up on Nickelodeon. Uh, let's see, ten seasons, hundred ninety-three episodes, yes, yes, yes. That stuff that came afterwards. It, I'm not saying, but hey, whatever. It'll be out there at some point. Uh, check out the first five on YouTube. Uh, if you're like me and old or nostalgic. Hmm. Next up,
0: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles co-creator Kevin Eastman says there currently are not any plans to adapt. The recent Last Ronin storyline into live action. Speaking with ComicBook.com, Eastman spoke about the upcoming uh, movie that I just mentioned. Actually, no, he was speaking about the upcoming Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Last Ronin video game, and whether there was any chance of it being adapted to live action in the near future. And he says there currently are not any plans.
1: Yeah, there was a fan video that's out there that I don't think I've still seen, but it comes up every now and then that someone did off of The Last Ronin. that does some say is is pretty good. Also worth noting, there was um an issue of uh speaking of The Last Ronin, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Last Ronan um uh sequel uh came out this week, but I didn't get a chance to to, to um read it. Even though we did get copies of it, I didn't get a chance to read it. Anyway, um, some sad news, folks. Um, Paul Rubens, Rubens, the uh, actor widely known as Pee Wee Herman, has uh, died of cancer at the age of 70. Uh, And this was a a few days ago, uh, this past Sunday, actually, uh, was when he uh, passed away. Um, actually, and we come to find out after the fact that he, um, wrote out a statement before he passed, which says, uh, please accept my apology for not going forward, uh, with what I've been facing in the last six years, which is how long he's been, uh, dealing with cancer. Uh, Ruben said in a statement that was released Sunday with the announcement of his death. I have always felt a huge amount of love and respect for my friends, fans, and supporters. I have loved you all so much and enjoyed making art for you, which, yeah, this just makes his death all the more um, sad. Yep. Um, and of course, people have been uh, watch, watching, watching/slash rewatching *Big Bird's Big Adventure*, bringing up Pee Wee's Playhouse, and some folks have been bringing up the fact that, while well, it has nothing to do with his death, uh, Lawrence Fishburne was indeed on. Uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse. as Cowboy Curtis, right? Because you know, whenever something like this happens, they got to bring out the other stuff that has nothing to do with the actual person. So, yes. Alrighty. So we, so is we, we the... do the Pee Wee dance in your
0: honor. Yes, because you know we know you are, but what are we? Exactly. Next up, uh, are we in enemy corner?
1: Mm, sure, why not? This counts. I don't know about this Castlevania, does it? No, this counts. I'm going to say it. Because I
0: know the next one
1: obviously counts. Yes. But the the
0: current one, I wasn't sure. So that's why I asked. Mm. So. Castlevania Nocturne animated series gets a trailer, poster, and Netflix premiere date. That premiere date being September 28th, 2023. The next chapter of the Castlevania story apparently it looks like it's going to be awesome!
1: Hey, look, all of those have been pretty great so far. So, um, And I saw the trailer for this one. It looks pretty good. Um, it is. Um, has to do with uh, Trevor and Cypher's uh, kid. Actually, wait, no. Richter I don't know those Belmonts man they go a long way so I can't remember where they were but they definitely came from he, could, he definitely came from Trevor and Cypher so I think is he Simon's day I don't know regardless go check it out if you're a fan um, it looks to be good stuff does it say when the thing is coming out I think it does September 28th so yeah you only got a whole un- another month and some change uh, until it hits uh, Netflix. So next up, you know what? Uh, never mind. I'll take it. I was about, I was gonna have Agent <laughs> Seventy take this for a reason. But since Someone! but since I brought it up to him in the first place, uh, behind the, uh, or, or a few days ago, Haikyu is recruiting fans to star in a two in its two part finale. So um. It says with the wait. So with the anime finale on the horizon, Haikyuu... I had to also had to check and see if this was like from a, from a few years from a while ago because I was like, wait, I thought it was finished by now. But it is from a two part movie that is coming out. Right, right. We've talked about that before. Yes, we have. Um, and it seems that a bunch of lucky fans will appear get to appear in the film because the team behind uh, Haikyuu... Uh, pretty much put it out there to where in September, the anime is hosting a festa event in Japan. There's going to be a recording in place of, uh, I guess, fan crowd reactions or whatnot. And the crowd will be recorded and that audio will be cut into the Haku film. So, probably not visually, but they will be heard. (laughs) So... Uh, If Agent 70 want to do some some cheering right now, maybe we can get them to cut it into the film. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
0: that would be awesome. That would be awesome if they would be able to put me in. But you know what? At the end of the day, it's just great to hear that they are apparently getting close. If they're pulling uh, audio, Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm looking very much forward to seeing this two-part movie. Um, You know, Keep nagging us, folks. Maybe we'll eventually... Uh, plunk down the dough for Shonen Jump um, subscriptions <laughs>
1: and really catch up with these manga. I was about to say, or maybe we could start a, a dedicated anime and manga podcast, but we will not do that because we, we... No, there's,
0: that's too much. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: we already do a lot here, so we don't need to do yeah. that. But um, but yeah, if you uh, are wanting to take part of this uh, recording, professor, as I said, will take place on September twenty fourth in uh, Chofu, Tokyo. The event will be housed at the Musashino Forest Sports Plaza, and uh, of course, uh, Toho Animation will be pleasant, will be uh, present. So I know if you find out that Agent Seventy is mysteriously missing from the show during that time, you'll know where he is. Oh, Imagine shit. that. Hold on, I think I... I can't remember if I put this in here, but I'm going to slide this over, and... uh, Actually, I didn't, because we would have talked about it by now. I'm going to slip something in here really, really quick, because I totally forgot to put it in. Um, Which is... Not Anime Corner. But, um... Loki Season 2 trailer uh, is out. There, folks. You can check it out. I forgot to put this in the lineup. And I was just reminded of it. So, it'll be in the show notes when you get to... When you get to check it out, but... um, I had to mention that right now. Next up yeah, though.
0: Roddy Cat, I was about to say it's because Roddy Cat has not yet watched it. So well, you know surprisingly, probably, but, I already have.
1: But I would have still put it in the lineup as you no, know, that had nothing to do with that. So I, I just forgot to pull it.
0: But it contr- uh, I was about to say it does contribute sometimes to an oversight. Sure. Next up. Lupin the third has been a major fixture in the anime world for decades. It is on my list. Have not gotten to it. First hitting the scene in the nineteen sixties. Garnering quite a few anime series and movies in the past, it should come as no surprise that The Gentleman Thief and his cohorts have received live-action projects in the past. So, apparently, uh, the last time the series received its own live-action movie was in 2014. This October, though, Amazon Prime is looking to give a live-action film to Daisuke Jigen, Lupin's gun-singing ally, who has been a part of the series for more adventures than we
1: can count. So, uh, okay... So that's going to arrive on October 13th. Mm-hmm. I mean, they also did that Netflix show, which technically doesn't have anything to do with the anime or anything, even though I think... Well, actually it doesn't, and it's not necessarily based on the books, but related in a sort of way. I'll put it that way. That was all right. Or um, well, at least from what I saw of it. Digimon, the movie Digimon Season 2, Digimon Are the Champions... And more well, that last part is nothing, but you, you know the you know the um uh, the, the theme song. And more are coming to Blu-ray. Which by the way, as of this recording or the day before this recording, um Shout Factories, I believe it was Tokushoutsu, um, which I can't remember if we talked about it last week, um, did a what's called Digimon Day and they showed the last six uh Digimon movies. Um or the, specifically the Digimon Tri movies yesterday, and I didn't get a chance to check them out for some other reason. Um outside of forgetting about it. But back to this news. Um the Blu-rays of said properties are coming. <clears throat> Excuse me. See Discotech Media announced during their panel at uh um 2023 that they have acquired the license to not only the English and Japanese versions of Digimon Adventure Season 2 with the English dub coming to Blu-ray first but have a new Digimon the movie Blu-ray hitting shelves uh, the special Blu-ray will not only include Digimon Adventure, Digimon Adventure Our War Game and Digimon uh, Hurricane Touchdown but excuse me, also a remastered version of the English dub release for Digimon the movie as well uh there's a trailer below in this article and no time frame as to when this is coming yeah release date has yet to be released revealed but uh will be announced soon so i'm sure we'll let folks know when that happens next up
0: One Piece Film Red, One Piece Stampede, and more One Piece movies are now available for streaming on Crunchyroll, not a sponsor. Uh, The One Piece anime franchise has been steadily getting ready to enter a new era, and uh, Crunchyroll has been helping fans celebrate by gathering a ton of the anime together to check out in a single place. Uh, this began with the English dub release of the One Piece anime releasing for streaming with Crunchyroll, and now some big movies in the franchise have been added to the service, namely One Piece Film Red, which is a big
1: movie, uh, the most recent movie, uh, from last year I know at least one or two One Piece fans uh, even kind of models their their, their Twitch stream uh, uh, abounded, and I wonder if they knew about this, they probably did so you kind of have to slip some stuff on on Twitter, <laughs> just in case you see, just in case people might pick it up. Bandai wants Gundam's lesbian couple to be open to, to interpretation somehow. Um, the statement comes from comes after Bandai removed a line from an interview with voice actress uh, Kana Ichinose, referring to Witch from Mercury's uh, Dur- uh Dur- Deuterogamous, I can speak, I promise. <laughs> Deuterogamousness as married. Um, I guess so. I have not seen this series, so this is a slight spoiler for me. But the final series, scenes of the series, which is set in a flash forward to three years after the events of the main show, uh, depicts two characters embracing and wearing matching silver bands on their ring fingers. But apparently uh Bandai was like "No," nah, and and um and censored um uh and and censored uh, um an interview with uh the, the the voice actor. So uh it says here that oh uh Ichinose's uh, comments reads uh in part well reads um to confirm the character's marriage outside of the show itself. Um but on subsequent runs after the fact have been uh edited. But there are but this is the internet and digital copies are out there so therefore the original statement uh is still lives on, on the internet elsewhere despite it uh, uh despite it being edited later. So Mind you, Bandai Namco uh, officially responded not to apologize for the remover. However, to apologize that the reference had made its way into the print run in the first place. So that's 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 crazy, but also not surprising. Next up.
0: All right. So I'm not going to go too deep into this. This involves spoilers for Bleach Thousand Year Blood War, but apparently it reveals Sajin's or Sajin's ultimate transformation
1: in the fight against the Wandenreich. Okay. Dun, dun, yeah. Uh, and also, speaking of us, which I also am not going to... Um, well, there's a really... I guess it is kind of a spoiler, but not really, because apparently um, Thousand Year Blood Ward teases a dark change to Ichigo's final fate from the manga, but this is from the anime, which is... Um, uh, us... Well, this... This is a part of the anime that is not in the manga. So it's anime-exclusive story that kind of mm. teases this fate. So, um... Yeah, so it says here that uh, spoilers for Thousand Year Blood War episode 16 and Can't Fear Your Own World, which, uh... uh which, are, I guess, is a novel, a bleach novel. So... Next up. Alrighty. Just a moment.
0: Sh- 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 Jujutsu Kaisen season two reveals essential post credit scene. So, uh, sh- 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 the latest episode from Studio MAPPA has a post credit scene that is downright essential for this arc and beyond. Did I watch this? I didn't. I'm not I think did. I, I think I watched the post credits I think I. Rem- uh, I if uh, uh, yeah, I did watch this. Okay. I did watch this. No, because no, I had to. I, I'm like, wait, did I see that post credit scene? Now, I, now, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. gotcha. Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna spoil it, but there is
1: a post credit scene. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Jujutsu Kaisen, we go over into the manga corner. <laughs> Um, we apparently, uh, or we as in the fans, get uh, a look at Gojo's six eyes technique, uh, thanks to uh, the current chapter of the manga. So, I guess, let me see. <laughs> Look, Gojo is damn OP. That's all we had. All you had to say was that. It's like seemed like anything that comes about, he can. He's got something about it. So, um, to deal with it. Uh, but it says here, yeah, new chapter is out. We've been shown a special look at Gojo's uh, most powerful weapon, which is his six eyes. Uh, it's an inherited power. It's incredibly rare, and Gojo's had it since he was young. Um, and now. People, yeah, now people get to check that out, I guess, uh, if they're up on the manga. Next up.
0: A new Baki the Grappler manga series has been announced to arrive apparently this summer. So I'm looking for... uh, So recently Baki the Grappler's latest manga came to an end, but luckily the series has recently confirmed that a new storyline is set to land later this summer. Looking for date uh apparently sometime later this summer probably late august early september oh no wait the new storyline will arrive in an upcoming issue of weekly shonen champion on august 24th okay Mm -hmm. uh now we'll get over into the comic book news is weekly shonen champion just another publication in addition to
1: weekly shonen jump i believe that is the case they have a few or they have a couple i should say but i'm going to assume that's the case understood Yeah. Uh, Comic book news. Comic book news.
0: Spider friends, go for it!
1: Marvel Super Heroes Secret Wars Battle World uh, reveals mysteries of the original Secret Wars. So guess what, folks? We're going back to the battle world. Uh, Thanks to Tom DeFalco and Pat um, Olive. Uh, And this was announced at San Diego Comic-Con. Um, and, of course, Tom may maybe a name that uh, Marvel fans of, of your, such as us, may uh, know as being the former editor-in-chief. of uh, in Chief, And who was also the editor at the time uh, that Marvel Superhero Secret Awards came about in the first place. And uh, the many other books that they were doing at the time. So, it says here that... Um, the F.A.C.O. will expose never-before-told secrets behind one of the significant conflicts in uh, Marvel history. Fans can expect revelations beyond the beyonders' true motives, shocking appearances by characters that you didn't even know fought in Secret Wars, aka retconning of a whole bunch of it, and more. Um, do we have a date for this? November twenty-second of this year. Is when that's going to happen if you're seeing if you're watching the video version you can see the cover uh emblazoned with the marvel superhero Secret wars 40th anniversary logo on it and a corner box which i miss corner boxes oh also nice little uh homage to the um the toy um with the with the, the logo behind uh with the shield slash logo behind the, the the fight going on on the cover nice touch Next up, uh, things get weird for Howard the Duck's
0: 50th anniversary with a wild adventure through the multiverse. So this November, fans are invited to a birthday blowout for one of comics' most unique characters. And Howard the Duck Thank announced you. at San Diego Comic-Con, Howard the Duck's 50th anniversary one-shot will be a giant-sized spectacle that will reunite writer Chip Zdarsky and artist Joe Quinone as the creative team behind Howard's smash hit and critically acclaimed 2015 ongoing series. Remember that, folks? Probably not.
1: <laughs> uh, I
0: do, but I'm silly. Um, let me see. Let me. I was about to say, I got to open up the article to see if there is a publishing date. Wow. Or if, if it's too soon for that.
1: Let's nah. see. If they, they announced it, they probably got one. Oh, no, it's
0: on sale November
1: 29th. Mm-hmm. Oh okay, interesting. next up. Uh popular video game designer and writer Merrick Kay, who I've, whose name I've seen but I didn't know, makes her com- Marvel Comics debut alongside um Will Robinson. Robson with a cosmic comedy that sees Howard the Duck leaving the chaos of Earth behind to take over the take over as the leader of the co- uh, of the Guardians of the Galaxy. I guess that is one of the um one of the um stories that's going to be in here. So Cool. Um, first look at the the Mighty Marvel Calendar Book, a visual history uh, that hits stores later this year. It's a new book from Abrams Books. Um, and it is a collection that brings together the full set of Marvel calendars, which I wish I had brought the one that I just bought earlier this year in here, but um, which were published from 1975 to 1981 because, yes, they are still doing those. Uh, collected for the first time in a deluxe oversized uh, edition. It features an introduction by Marvel Comics writer, editor, and historian Roy Thomas, with extensive commentary by writer and publisher Chris Ryall. So. uh, And uh, this is going to be released uh, December 5th of this year, if you are interested in that. Next up. Guess
0: what, folks? Do you want to take this one? Because I know you're excited about this. I am, but go ahead. Well, we can can tag team this one because Roddy Cat and I were discussing this just before the show in our pre-production meeting. The Marvel Multiverse Role-Playing Game Core Rulebook is on sale now. Right now. Mm -hmm. And you can look out for three more releases coming soon, within the next year or two. The Cataclysm of Kang, X-Men Expansion, and Spider-Verse Expansion. So, basically, it's on sale now, wherever books are sold... Uh, cover price is $59.99. You can probably find it with some discount somewhere via some sellers who may or may not be sponsors of the (laughs) Comical Chronicles. Bottom line, though, is if you are a role-playing fan or just a Marvel Comics fan like myself, uh, you may want to pick this up just to have it handy, just to look at it, peruse it. You know what? It'd be nice to have I am strongly considering getting this or getting the Kindle version because I can look at it on my iPad Pro. Either way, though, Uh, I'm definitely strongly considering getting this. Roddy Cat has already bitten that particular bullet, and he can tell you more about that right now.
1: Yep, I have. uh, I wish I well, I mean, just came out. Uh, 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 as of yesterday or yesterday as of this recording so um, and yes I have a copy that should be here Saturday Uh, maybe I will show it on uh, the the next show and this is the core finalized rule book I know I have showed we have talked about and shown the playtest rules which uh, came out uh, early last or late last year excuse me but this is it uh, any additions? Any? Obviously, they will probably make some sort of uh, addition changes or and or rulebook changes. But this is the finalized version of the core rulebook now. Um, and as uh, Agent Seven said, it's like yeah, fifty nine ninety nine cheaper elsewhere. And yeah, I can't wait to, to to pour through. I would love to do a campaign um, with with this at some point, but I don't know how to make that happen. Although there are other ways to make that happen, because there are digital versions of, uh, of role-playing uh, systems where you could uh, do such a thing, but still would have to do some. I and mean, I'm sure this book is going to come with an uh, intro starter campaign. So, right. But what were you going to say? You no, know,
0: what I was going to say is it's worth it to put it out there.
1: You know, because, you
0: know, you already are going to get the core rule book. Once you familiarize yourself with the system, which I understand to be not that complicated, Mm -hmm. then, you know, ultimately it's about, you know, uh,
1: creating a character and jumping right in. Yeah, I knew of a couple of people who already made characters uh, as of the the PlayStation rules, and I don't know if they still have those characters, but I'm pretty sure they probably do. Yeah, apparently all you need is three six-sided dice because the system they use is called the Six One Six. something about that. I can't remember what it what, what it was actually called but it definitely it is it is a a, a take on 616 so but yeah look at it looking forward to to getting my copy and and, and out it. uh also worth noting that um oh Gen Con news I guess so Gen Con is this weekend as uh uh Matt uh Matt Wang said last uh, last show and there will be There will be panels at Gen Con, some of which I don't know if these are going to be um, recorded, but apparently there will be uh, um, uh, panels on the Marvel Multiverse role playing game, including creating the game, how to play. I'm assuming that one's probably that one has to get put back out there somewhere. Um, Or, but um, and as apparently anyone who's going to be there and demos the game is going to receive a limited edition Marvel dice. Um, so if you're going to Gen Con, well, one, hook me up. But two, you know, hey, go check it out if you're interested. Next up. Uh...
0: I was about to say you got this one, but uh, oh, I'll take right. yeah, nah, I'll, go for but, it. I'll take it if you want. Yeah, go for it. Marvel Legends series Black Knight and Marvel Cersei, Avengers 60th Anniversary collectible action figures, uh are available now and you can see a video review and images of this set from the jacket version of the 90s Avengers. Yeah, they don't. I know <laughs> Wang has to have these
1: figures or getting ready to order them. Yeah. I would not be surprised at that, <laughs> but I'm just. Uh, if you're watching the video version, you can see the um, the two pack, um, and get it two pack. <laughs> very good, very nice. <laughs> so wait, um, hold on. It's, so it's just Black Knight and Cersei, but they have a oh. Oh oh oh! They have uh, in in, okay. So they got. Uh, I guess they they put this version, which is nineties version, uh, alongside the Eternals movie version. I was about to say, oh, wait,
0: the, cl- the classic version, huh? Oh, you, oh, you talking about Cersei? Right, right, right. right. The Black yes. Knight is the classic comic book version.
1: Well, yeah, they also have that. They 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 basically did uh, side by sides with both figures with with uh, with their previous uh, figures, right. Or without the figures, I should say. So, cool beans. All right. Next up, this is first comic book series. Right, right. And come on, click. There we go. Next up. So we've been talking about the uh, Marvel's Legends X Men '97 wave. Well, guess what, folks? As of this, as of this recording, that sale is on. Uh, they are on pre order. Wow! Pretty, yeah, we've already talked about the figures last week and in subsequent weeks. So if you're seeing the video version, you can see them all in their glory. But you can also go out there and pre-order them right now. Honestly, Still, that f- storm, I may order a
0: bunch of these. Yeah, I don't know turns- if I get the wave because I don't. I don't particularly like the bishop, to be honest. Mm. Uh, uh, it's a little too animated looking. I mean, was, yeah, uh, just point. because he's so streamlined, you know. I rather like the the, the comic book accurate version that came out. It took mm-hmm. me a while to get him, but I was very happy to get him. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, yeah, this is this, I, I like the all, storm. Yeah, the storm is what's, what's the, appealing to me. The animated versions for the the new series uh, that's coming mm-hmm. out which is yeah, which is a sequel to the TAS series. So yeah, I suspect that was intentional. Yeah, I'm actually wait. Let me see what the price is as I click through. It's probably 25 a piece, but for the whole yeah, wave. Yeah, 25 a piece. Does it say that here? or Oh, yes, it does.
0: I, I mean, yes. that's generally. Yeah, I was about to say, that's generally what uh, Marvel Legends cost now, unfortunately. Well, no, so. but yeah,
1: but it also says, it, it absolutely says that right here. I didn't see that. But I was looking, because I know certain places will, will like, hey, you can buy this whole wave for X amount of bucks. Right, that's true. That's so. true. They might cut you a break. Yeah. but individually these are 25 a pop right and i try to click through but it just is just a page to uh to the pre-orders and i don't feel like going any further than that and that place is not a sponsor um so t- <laughs> if you saw that on the video version pay no attention uh next up though so here is an exclusive first look at the Mighty Morphin
0: Power Rangers 30th Anniversary Special. So Screen Rant has an exclusive first preview of the 30th Anniversary comic special that is being published by Boom Studios. So uh, there, this is an exclusive first look. The anniversary issue is arriving later this month uh, on August 30th. And it's promised to have a more phenomenal content. Uh,
1: I mean, hey, it was going to, that's, that's the thing that's been there. So (laughs) Uh, that, that is, that is nowhere near a new joke, but yeah, that's the thing. Um, they are not going to let that license go anytime soon, which I guess, hey, good, good on them. Uh, but also speaking of the power Rangers, the original nineties black Ranger, um, apparently has a new form. Thanks to the, the ongoing uh, uh, stuff. So in Adam Cesar and Moises Hidalgo's one-shot Power Rangers Unlimited, the coin list. Excuse me, Black Ranger Zach gets a fearsome upgrade as a minion of the Power Rangers Nimbus's Dark Spectre, and I guess he's leading the uh, the, the forces of Dark Spectre uh, going up against his former team. Uh, it says this is uh, set in an adjacent timeline, so they're doing the whole multiverse thing, also, which they have been doing since that first big event. Um, uh, but yes, yeah, this is in a an adjacent timeline to the main Power Rangers continuity. Uh, the world of the Co- coin list gives the comic creators an opportunity to tell unexpected stories with to tell unexpected stories with familiar characters. Um, so yeah. I'm not going to read the rest of that because that is a, definitely another joke that would, probably doesn't need to be said in reference to the Power Rangers. But um, if you're interested, hey, you can go check it out when that's, I guess that's already out. Yeah, it's already out. So never mind. You could already have checked that out. And that is the end of the comics uh, book news. Can we get an ad read? Our
0: last ad read of the night is for helping us keep our podcast free by shopping at Amazon. Visit cspn.us and click the Keep Our Podcast Free link at the top of the page. From there, scroll down and click on the Amazon link to shop. Purchase items from Amazon as you normally would, whether it's books, music, electronics, jewelry, apparel, or possibly the X-Men 97 Marvel Legends. For every purchase made on Amazon through our link, Amazon sends the CSPN a payment that helps us keep the Comic Book Chronicles podcast free for our listeners at no extra cost to you. If you shop at Amazon often, bookmark the link or add it as your homepage so that you can help the CSPN each time you order. We thank you for your support. Amazon.com through CSPN.us.
1: Do it today. And that brings us to the end of uh, this here show. We will be back next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. Um. And with that, uh, I have been Cats. You can find me at RideCat on Twitter, you can find me at News News Need on Twitter, you can find me at CBCaps on Instagram, agent underscore 70 on Twitter and Instagram and Threads. Uh, PCN underscore dirt on Twitter, Pop Culture network on Twitter, popcoachnetwork.com is all the umbrella sites they're in. Probably also on threads. Um Tim D-O-G-G nine eight on Twitter. You could also find him at uh C B Cron on Twitter, which is the C B uh which is the Combo Chronicles Twitter account. You could also find him at uh The Click Nation on Twitter. That's T-H-E-K-L-I-Q-N-A-T-I-O-N, all one word. Uh theClickNation.com But most likely you will definitely find him over at comicbook.com under the name Timothy Adams writing his face off. And yeah, that's that's that, folks. Like I said, next week. So we didn't get there are some books we did not get this week for whatever odd reasoning we don't know we may uh revisit some of those if they are pressing enough uh in the next episode of the show because there's definitely a couple of them we wanted to get around to that uh we didn't get copies of so there is that um other than that i don't think we have anything else uh going on Um, right i mean at the end of the day uh we're kind of in between
0: uh movie protocol Ask movies. Oh, look at that. From X-Men 97 pre-order on a uh, sponsor of the Com- Combo Chronicles.
1: Yes. <laughs> 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 uh, I got a lot. So we'll see if agent 70 has uh, plunked down uh, the, 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 the money for some, or if not all of that wave uh, at a later show. Right. Uh, but with that, um, do you, Oh, Wait, did I do the whole thing? I should have, did not. You can find this here podcast on the Coastal Coastal Podcast Network at Us. Do it today. Uh, You can also find this on your podcast, place of choice, whether it be Google Play, Apple iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or the Coastal Podcast Network SoundCloud page. Make sure to click like, subscribe, leave us all the
0: five-star positive reviews, especially, especially on Apple Podcasts. It does help
1: and you can check our vintage most out every Thursday, mostly every Thursday night, nine 30 uh Eastern standard time. When we record live on uh, the YouTube channel of the click nation, that's uh, youtube.com slash the click nation and twitch.tv slash comic book chronicles.
0: Make sure to hit like subscribe and hit the notification button so that you are, you are notified every time we are live recording and
1: broadcasting. Gia. Um and with that folks, this has been the Combo Chronicles. Peace. Peace one. I love it when a plan comes together.